Welcome to episode 206 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I'm joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Kyle, ahoy! Ahoy, matey! How's it going? (laughs) It's going well. How was your weekend? Uh, It's been pretty good. Um, I've been trying to catch up on a bunch of my comics uh, and stuff that I've let stack up over the past Uh handful of months here. At one point, I think I had like 130 comics to read in my DC app alone. Oh, Uh, boy. So I'm 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 at least I I feel like halfway there. I've managed to clear out my Marvel app and DC is now down to like 70 something. Uh, So there's that. And then I still have all of my like physical stuff that I bought that I need need to catch up on. So it's getting there. But because I made that like leeway, I feel good. I feel like I've Good. accomplished stuff. So there you go. That's what I've been up to. That sounds nice. I just ate some donuts. Ooh, what kind? I had a, like a cinnamon toast crunch donut or like a, I don't know if it's cinnamon toast crunch specifically, <laughs> but it's a cinnamon profile that reminded me of the cereal. Interesting. So that reminds me, my girlfriend bought cinnamon toast crunch like like spice that's not the right word but you like literally it, 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 just it is cinnamon the, sugar in a jar th- that's what i said but she like it is specifically like cinnamon toast crunch branded i mm. guess cinnamon sugar and so she she was so excited that like this thing existed and i was like you know it's just cinnamon sugar right and she was just like that's Oh, <laughs> it was just like so defeated, did, like she didn't think of it. It was fantastic. Did you try it? Is there any element of the toast flavor I, in there? To be honest, I actually haven't yet. I've not had like a reason to be like, let's do cinnamon sugar on this thing. Uh, but I now I might just have to just pour the powder <laughs> down my Just take a spoonful yeah. of it in the morning yeah. like it's medicine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds good indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa, what are we here to actually talk about this morning, though? We are here to talk about the HBO Max pirate comedy, Our Flag Means Death. Yes, we are. Uh, I'm, I'm actually super excited to talk about this one. I think this one was a great surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd heard very good things about it, but nothing really specific. And the show is so winning. It's very charming, very funny, very sweet, very romantic. I'd almost classify mm-hmm. this as a rom-com featuring yeah. pirates. Yeah. What, what's interesting to me about this show is that I think it, it constantly redefines what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> throughout season one, I would say it switches like what kind of show it is like two or three times. Um, Mm -hmm. and not in a way that's jarring per se like it all feels like it's a natural progression but it just it it's interesting to see because when 
when you pitched this, I was like, yes, I have I've heard of this show. I've heard good Mm -hmm. things. It's a pirate comedy. And then I watched the first like two or three of them. And I was like, oh, it's a workplace comedy. (laughs) I didn't know that. Like no one mentioned (laughs) this. And then almost like on like episode four or five, it switches. It's like, oh, no, this is more of a a dramedy. Like the workplace stuff is maybe Uh there every once in a while, but it's not like that's not really what this show is. And then by the like final like two or three of this show, it's like, oh, no, this is a romantic comedy. Like I, that's what this is. But so it, it is a pirate comedy all the way. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea it, it would like switch up all mm-hmm. of this stuff. I was just expecting more straight pirate stuff. Uh, and yeah. No pun intended. We did not get straight right. pirate stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> this is also a very gay show, which was fantastic. It is. I loved it. I, I think yeah. I had known that going in that there was a lot of queer presence in it, but I wasn't aware there were going to be like three different couples right. we were going to follow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had heard nothing but good things about the show. Didn't know how I was going to feel going in. Not knowing like, how do you do a pirate comedy these days? It's just <laughs> it's so unique. Right. This way. Um, and yeah it it this i i thought this was stellar i thought this this might be this might take my like biggest surprise of the year despite knowing the good things people were saying it like i like there's still something missing when they say no this is a good show you need to watch this right like that's not doing it justice like uh-huh. This is a good show. You need to watch this. Go do it. <laughs> yes. So I had, a blast. I had a blast. I'm happy you had a blast. This was a great time uh, to recap it for the audience. This is a show about a uh, I forget what timeline we're in, like 17th century aristocrat. Wait, we're in the 21st century now and it's the 18th century. Whatever. It's old times. It's when yeah. shirts had frills on them. Uh, it's an aristocrat named Steed Bonnet who's married, has a wife and kids, and is not happy with his life. And he decides to leave his wife and kids with enough money to live well and take the rest of his fortune and build himself a pirate ship. And he's going to just live the pirate life. This is his new life now. And he's got this ragtag crew of pirates who are more traditionally piratey than he is. He has brought uh, his silk dressing gowns and his cravats and his books and his tea set and everything on the ship. Uh, and nobody takes him seriously, and he decides to lean into it and be the gentleman pirate. None of the other pirates are going for that angle. Uh, I'm going to raid you, but I'm going to raid you very politely. And then they encounter the truly fearsome Blackbeard, pirate of legend. Uh, and Steed and Blackbeard become friends. The Blackbeard kind of teaches him how to how to fight, how to how to cheat and steal a little bit. He teaches be a Blackbeard. Pirate. Yeah, all the different forks there are uh, for a dinner party, how to dress well, and they bond. Uh, it becomes a, a friendship and truly more than a friendship. And it is the crux of this series. Yeah. And then you watch all the other crew members uh, grow, find their own personalities, develop their own relationships. It's very and, charming. And find respect for their captain. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, in the first episode, they were going to mutiny him. And then by the end, they're like, we will take only him. <laughs> Steed's the best. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's, it starts out like that workplace comedy where it's mm. like, oh, the boss is just a bumbling idiot. Like, which right. is all workplace comedies, right? Everyone wants to be the, 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 the next, the office. Um, and, it, like, it, it immediately turns from, like, oh, we don't like this guy. He's kind of an idiot. He doesn't really know what he's doing. But at least we can be pirates on a ship and not really have our lives in danger because he's an idiot yeah. and he's a coward, yeah. right? Um, but but then yeah, they they end up on their own adventure of of sports, uh, where danger does become very real. And yeah, by the end of it, they have a respect for their captain and they want to stick with him and stick up for for him and defend him. Uh, so it's 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 a very heartwarming story. Uh, yeah, it is kind of a rom-com uh, in the midst of, of this, but don't let that steer you away from, mm. from this. It's it's a fantastic show. Yeah, um, really well-rounded. Yeah, it's got a lot of different angles going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of great characters, lots of moments of action uh of of actual like good drama not necessarily this like oh it's a sitcom kind of thing no like they actually I, have some some good moments of yes of like oh this is actually like a drama about pirates um mm-hmm. so yeah i i, I th- 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 this comes highly recommended yes for sure truly a unique piece of work go to your local hbo max and seek it out Indeed. Indeed. Uh, do you have any other kind of like final thoughts you want to add <gasps> to this? I just want to say how colorful it is, is the final yeah. thought before we go into spoilers. So bright, so vibrant. Everyone's so stylish. I, I got my, my steed look going here. I got my cravat and my floral silk gown. You do. I am yeah. ready to be you glamorous do. on the high seas. <laughs> Well, if you are ready, I say we should take a quick break for housekeeping and we'll be right back uh, as we dive into spoilers when we return. We'll be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. 
Uh, we appreciate you. We love you a lot. Thank you so much for supporting us. It means a ton uh, and helps us do what we do here on the show and on, on, on all of our podcasts here at The Whatnots. Speaking of which, uh, cool things that we've been up to here on The Whatnots. Uh, on Crossplay, our video game podcast, PlayStation just announced a small list of initial games that they will be releasing on their new tiered PlayStation Plus service. Uh, so if you are interested in uh, buying PlayStation Plus and getting one of the higher tiers that will get you access to a bunch of different PlayStation games from classic ones to newer ones. Uh, and uh, yeah, we talked about that and whether or not we thought that was a good first step uh, for them there to at least trying to better compete with Xbox Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, that stuff uh, on the, on the captain's log. We had a little bit of technical difficulties this yeah. last week, which was was not fun. But we did uh, talk about fancy dinner parties and and and, Briefly. and stuff. Yeah, which uh, which was inspired by this show, Our Flag Means yes. Death. Um, so if you want to hear that, if you want to hear uh, some of the latest pop culture news and all that stuff, that is on the captain's log. Uh, it's a good one. It's a fun one indeed. Uh, and then be on the lookout down the road because I know there's some exciting stuff coming from uh, Marvel. We got the Miss Marvel show coming very, yeah. very soon. Uh, there was a the first trailer for She-Hulk was released. Yeah. Uh, and we did our reaction to that on the reactor core. Uh, so, yeah, you might even have some Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff uh, on on the reactor core. Um, but yeah, with that, that I think is housekeeping. And I'm actually going to take a quick break. I will be right back. I need to go blow my nose. So, oh, sure. <laughs> I will be right back. Let's see. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Over to this screen um, and we can get started. All right. I think that means we are ready to go for spoilers. Here we are. Uh, a 
gay pirate show. Yeah, this was great. I I'm yeah, like I I I really really did enjoy the show. This was fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I I I think when the show started out and I was like, oh, it's a workplace comedy. Yeah, I was interested, but not as much. If that makes sense, uh-huh. I, I, I workplace comedies are kind of like that background noise TV show to me that mm. you can put on. You don't really need to pay attention to because they're all kind of the same. Um, yeah. And and so I was like, well, it's a workplace comedy, so I kind of know what I'm going to get. But it's pirates. That's an interesting yeah. take on on that one. Uh, so I I I I was like, all right, like I I could see myself liking maybe the first handful of these, but then I don't know beyond that. And yeah, they I mean they they do the workplace thing perfectly. They do the the like, all right, our boss is a bumbling idiot. He has no idea mm-hmm. what he's doing. Let's do arts and crafts to make our flag, which was a great suggestion. Oh, <laughs> like, let's all sew. And he just gets all the fabric on the, the ship. Yes. And it's like, oh, you put frills on yours. What? How expressive. You're right. <laughs> yeah. The, the one skull vomiting a bunch of buttons onto another skull. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, like I, I, I just didn't envision myself being into the show all mm. that much, and was just going to be like, "Well, it was an okay show, not really my cup of tea, uh, not not really my treasure chest." If you will uh-huh. hear, um, but then it changed, and then it like once it gets to yeah the like middle like the second act of the show uh when they meet Blackbeard and they start to go into black beard's backstory and yeah. uh, all of that stuff there there's some real moments of like genuine pirate drama that it, yeah. it completely abandons the like workplace comedy sitcom kind of motifs and then goes into like what if we were actually telling like like a Pirates of the Caribbean style like mm. action drama? But let's focus on the drama scene here. And that stuff was really good. And I was like, I'm I'm more interested in this stuff. Here, and that caught my attention. But yeah, there was a lot of like LGBTQ representation. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of that second act, you're like, Oh wait, Blackbeard and and uh, the, the the gentleman pirate as he he starts to g- 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 yes. go by, it, like uh, they're kind of flirting, like they 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 they're 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 really good f- f- friends, aren't they? Huh. Okay. I wonder where this yeah. is going. Right, and, and then, that's yeah. that's a space I thought we were going to be in for a while. Uh, I was. Supp- Pleasantly surprised at how quickly things moved on all fronts with with uh, with Steed and Ed and then with uh, Olawandi and Jim, who also uh, are in bed together by the end of the season with a show that had kind of a sitcom feel to it at some points. 
sitcoms, they, they stretch things out. They play the long right. game. They give you a slow burn. I was uh, delighted to find that the show wasn't going to play that. They're like, no, we're going to give it to you up front. Everything's progressing pretty well. There are these obstacles. Season one ends on a, a rough patch where Steve runs off to try and uh, resolve things with his family. And then Ed, Ed doesn't know where he's gone. And it's it's rough, especially because I didn't know if this was a one season or not. Right. Like it, I got like a couple minutes into the final episode before I realized, oh, no, they don't have room to solve everything. This must be season one of question mark yeah. and not season one of one. Yeah, I, 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 I hope we get like two or three seasons of this and that's it. Like, I, I don't mm. need this to go on for very long. Uh, but yeah, it, it really capitalizes on its like the, the emotional core of each yes. story that it tries to tell. And yeah, and like, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, whereas most shows would kind of drag that will they won't they out yeah um and that's just kind of what they do in in general but for queer storylines and and stuff like that that's it 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 happens as well and i i feel like it's a bad thing when they do it for queer relationships Mm. because queer relationships in today's age are still kind of not greatly depicted on television mm-hmm. or in in mainstream media so it, it is like this like why are they flirting with this like why aren't they like why don't they actually show the relationship and it yeah. does feel like you're be- being strung along more so than it is a will they won't they for a straight relationship where it's mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. like i've seen t- t- tons of straight relationships on tv in all f- forms so I don't mind the like will they won't they aspect of that stuff, but this show goes right into it, and it's like no, nope. yes. uh, Steed Steed is figuring out that he's gay, uh, and mm. and like he actually kisses black beard, and they realize that they want to be together, and like all that's like that's it, like it gives you the 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 thing, and it's just like I like this. This is good. Yeah. Thank I like you. that this Thank is you a for show. Me this. Yes. All the characters have a lot of emotional awareness about themselves and about each other. Like the the, the crew is aware that that their captain of Blackbeard or something going on, and they're both aware of mm-hmm. it. And people have feelings and then do something with the feelings. Everybody's d- d- proactive and like I do like the choice. Uh, it's unfortunate how the timing works out that like he never gets to tell this to, to sweet Edward, to, to his boyfriend. He never gets to tell him, I have to resolve things with the family I left behind first. I have to go back to my wife. I out, out of shame of this obligation that I left, like that shame hangs over his mm-hmm. head. Shame of uh, not even killing those guys, those two brothers, but having them die accidentally in pursuit of trying to kill him he's got so much guilt hanging over him and he has to he can't be with him with that guilt over his head he has to go do something about it and so he goes and does something about it he fakes his own death to to get to leave his wife 
And his wife's okay with it. I really liked how that resolved. I love that his wife, who's an actress I really like from the comedy Bang Bang podcast. I don't think I'd seen her on screen before. Very excited to see Claudia O'Doherty. I love that she has taken a liking to her life as a widow. And she's found this new man who she sincerely loves. Like, they're not just sleeping together. Her and Doug. Uh, the, the kid's new dad, yep. basically. That's a good relationship. They really support each other. And she yeah. really wants Steed to go find somebody who supports him. Like, I like that they end. Uh, th- those two come to terms. They, they support each other. They, 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 it's an amicable parting where she helps him fake his death in an elaborate way. That involves a falling piano and, and a loose leopard. It's, it's, it's a true Sherlock moment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Sherlock when he, he jumps off the building and then you have to wait an entire season uh, to, yes. to figure out how. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, I gave off this like conf- confused look while you were talking, not to something you had said. I- to a thought that popped in my head as you were speaking i feel like his need to go back and kind of reconcile things with his ex-wife i Mm -hmm. guess you could say um it it, is out of a like a it's it's I, i think you mentioned guilt but i think it's also guilt in the sense that i think he thinks he found something better and is mm-hmm. maybe not worried that might not be the, the the right word but like it just it has this like what if they hear or what if they find out that like i found something better like i don't want them to feel bad about mm. that uh and I, like, yeah that might, that might be the healing or how i got that like it that it just became clear to me because I, I don't like necessarily like in the moment i didn't understand why he was going back to tell his family if he had kind of already left that behind um but it like yeah that that makes sense that he might have a sense of guilt might not be it exactly but just has this sense of like hey i i need to reconcile things for them in case they ever do hear about me that i i didn't leave them for someone else but mm. I, I did end up finding someone yeah and it's great and i like I, I i don't want there to be like misconceptions in there is what it felt like uh, mm. so yeah, yeah he like goes he goes back to reconcile things and you get like the 10 minutes of like what's the wife's <laughs> perspective in all of this yeah. what's the widow's perspective and she's having a ball she, right she's like man this is great the kids adjusted much faster and much better than i expected them i took a painting i'm having I'm galleries wearing- and showings and like <laughs> yeah i'm wearing cool black widow clothes <laughs> right yeah she had very this, stylish like, get together of widows right. of, of widow like, club wow how how are you spending your time now that you're free <laughs> yeah i was so, happy yeah, that it's, she it's a was one. a character who got to have as much depth as anybody else who was on the ships uh that she wasn't just this 
plot setting thing of, oh, he had a wife and he left her. Like we go back to where we see how she's been doing the, we see how the kids have been doing. Mm -hmm. We check in with them. Yeah. I like that they get to have a journey also. And that Steed never really connected with them, but like never strongly disliked them either. Like he doesn't love his kids, but he tries to impress his kids with the petrified orange. His daughter's like, I split it in half. I I wanted you to have half and I wanted to have half to, to have something to remember you by. Like they their connection yeah. is at least that strong that they each they, have half like of this petrified orange. When, when yeah. he, he was yeah. there. Yeah. They respect that their dad's got to run off and live a pirate life and they're going to hang out with their mom and Doug, their cool new uh, art gallery <laughs> setting up stepdad Doug. Yeah, he cool goes back to dad. them. <laughs> right. They have a cool new art dad. Goodbye, pirate dad. <laughs> and Steve goes back there out of guilt for this obligation that he flaked out on. And mm-hmm. it, 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 it isn't exactly, it's not like he's going there to apologize and then go immediately back to Blackbeard, back to his ship. It's like, he thinks I, I like, I made a promise before God and everybody before that lighthouse that I would do this. Maybe I'm supposed to do this. If I did that, maybe I wouldn't feel so bad. And he goes there and it's really when his wife tries to murder him. She's like, it it was better when you were dead, when I believed you were dead. Uh, (laughs) I like that she tries to kill him and then they they have like a discussion about it. It's an argument that turns into a discussion of what do you really want? What makes you happy? Do you love Doug? How do you know you love Doug? What does love feel like? I, I, I also love that one of the widows specifically is like, the dark way that is like absolutely <laughs> like like how do you murder your husband like now that you've oh, divorced yeah. him or something like is just totally da- has the alcohol is the like stay at home like yes drunk, uh, j- has just, an eye like, patch has an eye patch like she she's hardcore and, and, and right. like abs like they knock on the door to her house and she She's like, so did you kill him yet? Like, how, and he, he's like, hi, I'm here. And she's like, oh, my God, I, I mean, uh, did, did, did you? She's like, he knows we're good. We're fine. We're figuring yeah. it out. Uh, but right. it's still I like, like she... helping them fake his yeah. death, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't. It doesn't seem that she killed her husband, but her husband was an undertaker. So she just knows ways to, like, kill people. Or like fake right, yeah. deaths. She's seen a lot of deaths, and that's why she knows how to do this. Seems like yeah. her husband died of natural causes. But if you want yours murdered, I can give you a hand. I know how to do I'm, it. I'm your gal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I'm g- 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 glad that we got to see her in this show. I hope down the road we actually get to see more of her. Um, yeah. I I don't necessarily want them to actually interact. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like I want, it, you know, the trope of two dates at once, right? And they're oh, like yes. in, in the same, like, I want something kind of like that, where they go somewhere and don't realize that his wife is like having an art sh- sh- showing mm-hmm. there while they're trying to be pirates at this thing. And so he's trying to be a pirate while also tr- like trying to not interfere with his like ex yes wife and trying to do pirate things while like 
skirting around the like art gallery stuff and trying to make it known that or trying to not make it known that he's there or like somehow protected her art gallery in the midst of all of this stuff right like i i would like that some kind of still like heartwarming touch that you get to check in on them and just be like oh like he's still like he's still looking out for them but he's not necessarily interacting with them because he can't really be seen with her again since he did fake his mm. death yes. a second <laughs> yes. time right yeah like, I, I guess the i love first one he didn't fake it he just disappeared and she considered yeah, him they, dead yeah they declared him dead yeah i do like that that we are heading into a season two where or really at the end of the first season re-enrolls in like privateer academy they're like no you're dead uh we see that you're here alive though so you still have to go to privateer academy but know that you were legally dead yeah, and now yeah. we've even doubled down on that. He's truly dead. He's a man with no records, no past. Steed Bonnet can be anybody. Yeah, indeed. Um, but but yeah, I I I I hope they check in on them again. Yeah, um, there's a lot of really delightful characters in this show. Like all the different crew members, even the guys up from like Blackbeard's boat who come over, who we never get to know well like i except uh-huh. for izzy hands like, i couldn't tell you the other two guys names yeah. but they every actor has such personality they're all so distinct they've all got a very distinct look like even if i didn't catch everybody's names i'm still like i love the guy with the headband with like the swedish accent who makes a marionette for the talent show <laughs> indeed um b- before we to dive into some of the other characters, I do want to talk about the relationship between Steed and Black. So much more to say, yes. Because, yeah, that is the crux of this show. Um, and, yeah, like, we, we already mentioned that the show ends up giving you the relationship, right? It is not yeah. this will-they-won't-they they thing that they stirring you along for six seasons and maybe once in there there was a drunk kiss and you don't know if they're right gonna do, right uh yeah they actually give you the the thing so what 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 else stood out to you about their relationship that's what i want it's, to know it's really sincere really emotionally affecting like when I look back on the show, the show that I finished yesterday morning, when I look back on it in my mind, when I will look back on it in the future, the good old I will days think less of, of yesterday morning. <laughs> right. When I will think less of the jokes and more of the emotional beats of this series. That's where it mm-hmm. really shines. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I like them helping each other uh, and sort of unofficially agreeing to sort of they just fall into this life together well like you stay on with me we'll we'll train and everything just keeps happening keeps rolling along they keep doing it i like when they the the time they do agree maybe we could be co-captains of the ship uh which leads to the end where steed leaves uh no it's when blackbeard leaves and steed has to talk to the the rest of the crew like it's a cool stepdad that left (laughs) Like, we still love you. This isn't your fault. <laughs> Sorry, your captain dads are divorcing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, the way they just reach out for each other and, like, 
come to realize again the emotional awareness of the show where there's things that like not just the audience sees oh that's important or the character thinks subconsciously something about this is very important to me and i don't know what it is i don't have words for it like they they come up with words for it they are aware of it i was Mm -hmm. surprised when in episode nine it wasn't just like uh you know, they have to go to the privateering academy in exchange for giving up their life of piracy this act of mercy this is the only way they can not uh be killed at firing squad that they can still like live and be together they go to privateering school to be like uh soldiers in the in the king's navy and 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 ed blackbeard is like you know what it's okay for me to give this up like i can find other things that make me happy and steed's like completely innocently oh what's that and he's like mm-hmm. you it's you. And, and then he yeah. reaches out and kisses him. And again, according to sitcom logic, you're like, oh, no, the kiss is like season three. This is an episode right. nine. That's yeah. And he's like, you... alcohol. Right. <laughs> right. This isn't like a, a, a disastrous situation where there is impending death or a New Year's Eve party or a mismatched date or quick kiss me so my ex doesn't see me. Any one of those thousand sitcom logic things, the, the rules in which characters may kiss. No, they just do it beautifully here on a beach. Uh, yeah, instead, it's like you make me happy, and then they're they're going to run away together. Uh, and then an angry sailor tries to kill Steed and accidentally shoots himself, and Steed is overcome with with grief and shame and runs off to try and go back to his family to fix at least one thing in his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would rewind a bit and at least mention that his true life of piracy really begins with an accidental death. He, he yeah. didn't really murder the guy, but it was kind of the cause of the accident. Uh, and yeah, there's a British officer, I, mm-hmm. I believe that, um, he gets stabbed through the eye with his own sword and dies that way and has to like black beard is 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 like no you need to like act like you did this thing right like you you need to or i i guess black beard is not there yet so it's no it's it's, uh which is another amazing thing about this show i do want to say that too black beard isn't even here for a couple episodes (laughs) like this incredibly strong compelling romance happens in like six episodes yeah it's it's his name is Oluwande, right? That's the yes. the guy's yes. name. That's what I was trying to say. He's the, he's the one that's like, hey, no, this is your chance. Like, yeah. this is what a pirate does. I know you didn't actually do this, but if you take advantage of this, you will be more fearful. We can like get better bounty. Like, you will have a reputation. Yeah, um, yeah, and so. That's what they try to to do, and that's how he ends up becoming the gentleman pirate. Um, and this is what kind of fascinates Blackbeard is that he yeah. doesn't like. What is a gentleman pirate? He's just like that. <laughs> never heard of that before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he he ends up g- 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 getting on his boat and is just completely fascinated. He has books. He has a miniature ship. 
of his actual shit like <laughs> on the camera right. and he's just making fun of all of the stuff that that <laughs> steed has there as this like fancy aristocrat would typically have there that steed doesn't give a second thought to he just thinks that that's what everyone had like they they have knickknacks and they have books and they have things that like me like they have paintings and pictures and portraits and all that stuff Whereas like an actual pirate probably doesn't have much of that stuff uh, unless to like burn the book to stay warm and gold yeah. and jewelry and booty. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. This and book exists like, only so I can hollow stuff? it out and hide a flask inside. Exactly. Right. He's just like, what is this stuff? And 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 Black Beard is truly fascinated by all of this. And. Turns out Blackbeard's backstory is that, yeah, he was poor, like he he didn't have much yeah. growing up. And his his mom in, in instilled in him that like, hey, you're never going to be rich. That's just the life that we live like it doesn't suit you like you just weren't made for this. And that's why he ran away and became a pirate. He was like that. I don't like that. Like, I, I want more. I want to be rich and I want to have this stuff. And yeah, he becomes the fearsome pirate Blackbeard with nine g -g 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 guns, as that one book thinks he, he right. has. Um, <laughs> no, I've got one gun, one knife. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, one slave. It, it, it turns out it's not just a sense of greed that, is mm. the like the the driving force for black beard like he he has a he he wants to be an aristocrat like he wants to be fancy not just rich yeah. like he wants to have culture and class and yes do, like do like he wants to know what a melon spoon is and why like you need that and all that like he wants the finer things in a way that's not just i want gold period like mm. and and so when he meets Steed, he like he's like, this guy can teach me like, yeah, he, in, in, in a way, like it, I, I feel like it starts out as this like selfish way. Like, like this is the guy like I, I have a connection as a mm -hmm. pirate to him, but he knows the aristocrat life. He can t teach me that and then I'll teach him to be a better pirate. And that's how it starts. And. There's a beautiful scene in there where they're kind of recollecting their relationship and how, like how they fell in love. And it's like, yeah, there actually is someone in my life who I enjoy spending time with, who's mm. exposed me to new things. We learn things together like we do that. We do that. And it's just all these times that he's spent with Blackbeard. Like we laugh and we do this and it's just like. Oh, this is so sweet. Like, this is perfect. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful. Yes. Scene. Yeah. So. And I like that it takes you a couple episodes for you realizing what you're watching is a, a courtship. And it's yeah. got some mm -hmm. of those standard, more sitcom -y tropes of a romance, like the, the episode where the ex comes back, which is Will Arnett as a Calico Jack. With yeah. providing you an even newer, gravelier Will Arnett voice. <laughs> Indeed. Um, 
yeah, just like just wonderful moments with that. I, I, I know that you were a big fan of the Blackbeard goes to a party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like anytime anybody goes this. to a party. I like that one. Uh, yeah, we got Nick Kroll and Kristen Schaal and they're covered with their Rococo pancake makeup and their giant wigs and their fake bowls. I love the, the, the B plot of them. That party mm. is the way anime films horror. <laughs> Like when 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 anime <laughs> when you watch a horror anime, it like they do those like fisheye lens where the person yeah. gets really yeah. up close and yeah. personal. It gets real claustrophobic as as people crowd you. They laugh in this weird like over the top yes. manner. Yes. It's just yes. this really like strange way to film it. But it makes sense and it works that these aristocrats are putting on this bizarre, horrific show uh, mm. that they think is high culture, that they think is class. Right. And it's just it's awkward. It's weird. It's 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 bizarre. It's it's scary. And there's just there's so much makeup. Yeah, there's so much. <laughs> right. It's. <laughs> It's such an unnatural place to be. And like that's Deed goes in thinking this can be his return to the society life that, that he was used to. It seems like maybe he liked that on, on some regard. It's like, yeah. oh, I get to dress up again even more than I do every day. I get to play the society man and, and drink right. and eat canapes and gossip. And, and Ed kind of overshadows him by being just so naturally charming that everybody revels around like, don't look, he's, he said he ate a man. Isn't that funny? Like he's telling them these pirate tales and they, they think that they are these wildly inventive. Oh, you, you card. What a good like, joke. No, I, I did this what once. Yeah. Yeah. Story that you've woven. Right. And then they kind of turn on him, but then Steed saves the day by like using his sense of, uh, just reading these people, knowing these types of people, hearing little bits of gossip and putting things together well, to like tear the room apart. It's he, he knows that that's possible, but he doesn't know the information because he's not mm. necessarily familiar with these people. And yeah, he, these are strangers he got into the party by taking someone else's uh, yeah. invitation. So they he's there under a false name. Um, but it. Yeah, it's the it's the actors of color. It's the 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 pirates yes! of color yes! that are it, like, hey, we're usually the servants. We're usually the ones that are there around all the time that hear everything. But your society won't let us participate. Uh, and so we know all the dirt. We know all the g -g gossip. So they get the. Uh, the servant of the people who are yes. living there to spill the spill of the tea on all of the stuff between them. Oh, these two might actually be brother and sister. Uh, yeah. These two have financial issues, all the, yeah. all yeah. this stuff. And so Steed goes in there armed to the teeth and just. Yes, that's what it is. A grenade in there walks away. <laughs> Uh, and right. 
is, is just proud of, of himself. Like, well, my job right. here is done. <laughs> yes, this was my act of fuckery. My act of piracy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do love the, the B-plot of that episode with Olawande and Frenchie. <clears throat> going in and like inventing the concept of the pyramid scheme based yeah, on you have fantastic. to help me get actual treasure out of a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, they they, they had mm. some some great stuff in 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 there. But yeah, the the reason they turned on Blackbeard in that one is because he like didn't know which spoon to use, it yeah. what fork to use on too what many situation. Too many, too many forks and he's just he he got out of there and he had the look in his eye that he was scared like he yeah. like he was scared for his life and mm. and and it was it's just an, an interesting position to see the fearsome dread pirate blackbeard in where he like he legitimately is like i i i need to leave like right now like yeah and, like, traumatizing experience um and yeah it's it just it's it it is sweet then to look back on that moment and be like steed stepped in and defended yes. him and fucked him up <laughs> like yeah fuck him up steed <laughs> get him <laughs> i um, think is that the same episode yeah. where you where you find out that his backstory is that he he talks about how like a kraken killed his dad uh and then it turns out no he like his father was so abusive that he killed him and that's blackbeard's only ever actual kill is that he he murdered his own father uh and then everything else is just uh boisterousness and story and things like lighting a fire but i didn't actually think the fire would kill those guys you know like the the fire killed him i didn't yeah um let's see i'm trying to really like that part of the backstory kind of about um in the, this like, is a show with a lot to pay attention to. I want to watch all of it again already. Yeah. The, what, what, what I like about this is, yes, it d- does have that look and feel of a sitcom, mm. especially at, at the start. But at times it shines th- th- through in the rest of the show. But exactly how we've mentioned now that it actually gives you the queer relationship yeah i think it also has a great sense of progression uh yes this show whereas a lot lot of sitcoms can often revert back to the status quo yeah exactly the the shenanigans that they get into this week right and it just goes Mm. back to square one at the start of each each one this doesn't feel like that and it feels like there actually is a plot and there is actually um like stakes that come and go yeah. or change or there is like oh now they need to go do this now they need to do that like oh here's the there's this looming threat of this guy's twin brother that he killed <laughs> which again uh, that- is so silly i do like how the show has some of these classic like sitcom trappings that it uses them but you're right. It never hits yeah. a reset button. It keeps going. Everything leads somewhere. Nobody just like stews in their feelings for a long time. Like people are active. They they do things. They solve right. problems. They try and get things off their chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so rich. Yeah, we, we, we end the show kind of in this position where, yes, yeah, Steed had ran off to, to go reconcile mm. with his family. Black 
Beard is just kind of left there, not understanding what's yeah. going on. And so he feels abandoned um, and and ends up reverting back to his like mm. fearsome pirate self where he is <laughs> going to mur- the, 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 the silly, stupid thing he does is paint on his beard because he, he's, he's older now so he has a gray beard so he's not really black right beard, and he had to shave like, his beard which is like <laughs> truly shocking when you see him without the beard because he's he's got such a look everyone aesthetically top-notch in the show everyone looks rad why did any other black beard ever exist that isn't this person that could just be that could just have that look and he'd be like man he looks so cool like, right, ah, the beer, Taika Waititi's you beard, just, man. You, you could just live like that. Just Still Im- keep the Hawaiian shirt. Imagine Thor, Love and Thunder. Instead of them being like, buy Odin's beard, they'd be buy Waititi's beard. Yeah, like he it could would, do he'd it. Just be like, yes, it fits. It, yes, it, it, it works. <laughs> Who is this mysterious Waititi you speak of in the Norse pantheon? I don't know, cool. but buy his beard I- for sure. <laughs> I was trying to explain the show to my mom yesterday, uh, and she'd never heard the name Taika Waititi before. So <laughs> it was the day with her, like, repeating it throughout the day to, like, make sure she got oh, it. You know, make sure Taika she remembered Waititi. what it was. <laughs> I'm going to quiz her next week, see if she retained it. Planting the seed of Waititi. <laughs> right. You got to learn, mom. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do love that joke that he shaves the beard. He has to have the beard shaved off and then he paints it back on. <laughs> yeah, but he he does return to his fearsome yeah. self more fearsome than before. Supposedly kills one of uh, of of Steed's crew. Um, we, we we don't know exactly. We we, we don't see a body. Right, I don't believe does, that he's dead. It, this seems yeah. like he just pushes Lucius off the the side of the boat, which seems like such an easy opening for. He, he shows up in the season premiere or like he, he washed ashore somewhere or some other like ship of, of other new two, characters. He shows up. up. We just assumed right. he was dead because he never showed back up. And then all of a sudden, season two mm. finale, here he is and he saves the day or something. Like I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but like they he he like was saying that the show ends with now. Blackbeard is back to his pirate's health and all of that. But Steed finishes reconciling with yeah. his family. Yeah. Uh, Blackbeard has kind of abandoned all of Steed's stuff. He's burned it. He's tossed it off the side. He's left his old crew on a deserted island uh, where they are just marooned there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of them finally being hungry enough to maybe eat one another, <laughs> Steed finally right. is off in the distance with the robo, and uh, they they see him off in the d- d- distance, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like he he has this, this like <laughs> triumphant moment. Like it is a like a genuine like fist pumping moment yes. when yes. when Steed comes back and he does the like, hey. Like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and just like That's the, the armed raised like, hey, like, d- 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 like, it's just it's a good heartwarming moment. Yes. Good emotional. Just like, yes, he's back. They're 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 a pirate crew again. They're going to go after black B- 
weird. Mom and dad will get back together. Everything will be great. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be a, we'll be a, 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 a two dad captain yeah. crew. Yeah. Uh, a, 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 we'll get yeah. to do our, our talent show. Uh, I don't think we're afraid of Spanish Jackie anymore. Right. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I also I'm like just how... imagining the, the, the actual piratry, the actual fuckery, uh, that they will have to do mm. to chase down black mm-hmm. beard. Uh, or or get around him and stop him from doing something, and then for for them to convince him that like yes he's actually back and no I did not yes ab- abandon you I I just I yeah. had to go like, reconcile with my f- yeah. family to let them like know I've, that I found something better yeah like I I do like that they got this this out of the way early like they didn't yep. go farther in the relationship and then see it's like no. I I made a promise to my wife. I don't even like her, but she's still my wife. I have to go back. I I appreciate that this happened so early. That yeah. this is already cleared and off the table. And then we get to enjoy season two without that hanging over our heads with him. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't take him too long to to win Ed back. Yeah. Yeah. This seems like a show that I mean it's it's introduced in like the first or second episode. This is his mantra for the crew. Uh, if we have feelings, we talk them out. We talk it out as a crew. We're going to share these things. Yeah. And that is the, the thesis of the show going forward. When people have problems or things they're stressed out or feelings, they, they, they do largely talk, talk about them. Yeah. And I was thinking about how the, the storyline with Jim and Spanish Jackie kind of wraps up where they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I, you know, I... You know, like I, I made you wanted. You know, you, you kill my husband. They're like, are we even? Can we call yeah. ourselves even? And then they just like drink and commiserate, and it seems like they're, if not friends, at least like, okay, we understand each other. We can come to each other for work or, or resources or whatever. Like we, we can be allies out here in the pirating world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. and I like that. There's a, a foe that is perhaps turned into an ally. Uh, and I like that she's got like 17 or 18 husbands left for us to meet Spanish Jackie and her many husbands. Yeah, I, 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 I like the the respect that she had for Jim. Right. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the backstory that Jim has, we, we've not even really t- talked about Jim. He is the one that is like maybe the most piratey of Steed's career yeah. and his look yes. and his de- D- demeanor all that stuff and then you find out it's a woman and mm. she's in disguise and she like is a, a, on the run from murdering some someone's husband uh and yeah it turns out to be spanish J- 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 jackie's husband all the stuff you you find out that jim like her parents were at, or her, her her mom at least was a nun and she was trained to be an, a nun assassin uh like yeah. it, it just, it's it's ridiculous but it like it's she a has lot. the most like hardcore backstory besides black beard right yeah um i do i yeah do, well, the last thing i wanted to say is that on the wikipedia i, do, I don't know if this is I I didn't read the character as this, but I could be wrong. I might have missed something. But in their like uh, re- reception section, right? 
uh, it says that a lot of people are praising the like the three big queer relationships, yeah. one of which involves a non-binary yes. character, Jim, which I, I guess that just might be my like a lack of I... knowledge and experience in like non-binary turn like i I know people who are but i'm not well versed in that so i didn't personally read jim as non-binary but no they do use they them pronouns but i think it does take a couple episodes before that really comes up like i don't think i noticed that until a couple episodes in yeah, I do like the you've got the initial again, very sort of tropey, like the pirate's a woman, but it's not it's a secret for like one episode. And then when yeah. they, like very early again, they get things out of the way. Nothing like lingers longer than it needs to. Like these storylines move and like the, the crew finds out and they ask a lot of questions uh, mm-hmm. and like you would expect them to be these very sort of per- like a. Uh, sexist questions and, and they are not uh, and jim's yeah. like you know you've been used to calling me jim just call me jim you know the their given name was bonifasa jimenez so this is where jim comes from and yeah mm-hmm. crew just yeah after that one episode of like surprise and curiosity and the whole time yeah everybody everybody really moves along everybody's friends everybody loves jim supports jim and old day yeah yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a fantastic show. I, I, I like how she is or excuse me, they uh, are, mm. are are like the badass on on the show. Yeah. Like if, they, if they do ever oh. actually get into trouble, Jim will be the one that is is like like the th- <laughs> knives and fighting and so and like can actually right. do the work there instead of just be like, yeah, oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> We have so many different types of of personalities and skills on the crew. I like yeah. that at the end of the, uh, I think it, it, in like episode ten where they're talking about mutining against like a Izzy Hands or like the new darker mm-hmm. painted on beard Blackbeard. They're like, well, if Steed's not here, who's our new captain? And they're like, Olawande, it's you. And it, which yeah. hasn't been you're like something you've been one. setting up for. Yeah, but then you look back and you're like. Yeah, Oluwande's always been there. Is like a good people person, very positive. <laughs> like your <laughs> captain should be Oluwande. Like everybody's got something. Like Lucius is the only one who can like read and write. Uh, you know, you've got a cook. You've got people who play music. I love uh, Black Pete always talking about having been on Blackbeard's crew. Like yeah. I did that. You know, I was a real pirate once. I met Blackbeard, and then we meet Blackbeard. Blackbeard like doesn't really remember this guy you still don't know if it's like okay were you like the 70th crew member on a ship once or like have you made everything up and i love that we meet we're really introduced to black pete and lucius as these like just members of the ensemble for a couple episodes and we don't find out they're an item for a little while Mm -hmm. i like that they get established separately before you see them together and i don't think there were like hints to that beforehand but it's like oh that makes sense. I see this. I, sure. I see why these two are a couple. Yeah. And I love when uh, Izzy Hands makes one of the, the Blackbeard's crew members, the guy with the like studded belt headband thing, yeah. like force Lucius to like scrape barnacles off the side of the ship. And Lucius is trying to get out of it. And he's like, 
If you you have a beautiful cheekbones. Wow, what structure? Has anybody ever drawn you? And he's like, me? You, you draw me? So, so he gets out of it by like, and he's got the like nude pose, like like full Titanic drawing him. And yeah. then you like you see Lucy's drawing this guy, and then you see what he's actually drawing, and it's just the dick and balls. <laughs> and Izzy tra- hands tries to like use that against him. Like, well, what if I tell your boyfriend that you were like ogling another man? And Black Pete's like, no, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, we're together. He's, he's like, we don't we don't like, kind here. of ownership over each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a notebook full of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> God, so funny. Uh, we we, we mm-hmm. haven't even mentioned the one where they go to the island and or it's I, I think it's is it this? No, it's a different location where they meet the natives and the natives. Yes. Ca- capture the white yes. people, but all the like <laughs> darker skin ones. They're fine. They're just like, oh, hey, you like right. come on in, have a drink like fine. You guys have to be in a cage, but Oluwande gets a cup of coffee and a warm welcome. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there 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 is a lot that is packed into these, which is why I like I don't want or need this show to get dragged out for like five or six yeah. or seven seasons. Like I want there to just be a a small, concise two, maybe three, um, mm-hmm. to to just tell its story and that be it right um i i i could see there being spin-offs right like if that's the route you want to go to to keep this this show up or like keep telling stories within this world here like you could you could have a whole show about jim and and olawande right like you could have a whole thing there you could have you could have a whole show about I, I don't remember her name, but uh, it's Steed's ex-wife here. Just yeah, the, the, the widow bonnet artist. adventures. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, just like I, I, I feel like the world that Taika Waititi has created, or he, he's mm-hmm. one of the creators. Yeah, I want to say the in like David Jenkins. I think. Let me go back up here on the Wikipedia page. Uh, created. Thank you by for being on the Wikipedia. David Jenkins. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it, the the world that David Jenkins has created here, I think, is rich. And just yes. by being a pirate show, I think it is it, I, I want to use the word unique. Obviously, pirate media exists out there. Mm. right? But like that was that was the initial thing that like perked me up was like oh it's a workplace comedy but it's pirates huh right interesting like what else could you do that is a workplace comedy that is something so different like pirates right like what Mm -hmm. if it's aliens what if it's uh, like in space stuff i guess we have the like space force but that's more of like nasa Mm. either than like i right like there, there, there's all sorts of things that it could be out there that like people haven't really taken that leap of faith with yet. That like risk of like, but what if it's so out there that it's it's different than yeah. everything else, right? Um, and yeah, I I love the 
world that they've created here. So I, I, I would like to see more of this. I just don't think this particular story needs to get dragged out. Yeah, it's it's momentum and it's pacing are really stellar. Yeah. And I I want to see more of it. You're right. It does. It does lose that if it go if there's too much of it. Mm-hmm. I like that this is a show that pulls from like real history. Like there was really a Blackbeard sure. and a Steve Bonnet, and who knows how many of these other characters have got like some basis in a real person, got some mm-hmm. awareness of the time period. But it's also like stylistically so forward thinking. Like, like I said, everything's so brightly colored, uh, everything's so visually rich. Like Blackbeard's look is like full Mad Max. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's aesthetically <laughs> so advanced. Every once in a while, they'll throw in a more modern term, like when they're trying to hide uh, Steed's journal from the English Navy, uh, and they find it in French. He's like, oh, that's fan fiction I've been writing about the captain. He didn't really go on any of those adventures. He didn't really kill that guy. I just imagined <laughs> that he did. Yeah. yeah, just socially, emotionally progressive. Really such a well-rounded, delightful show. And... Even the fact that, uh, like, they have a character in there at, like, that is, like, uh, it's the woman masquerading as the man. Like, that was around, like, in the pirate stuff, too. Like, that happened yeah. for real too. So, yeah, like, yes. it, there's, there's all sorts of stuff that just, like, fits in with all of the stuff here that I would like to uh, explore some more mm-hmm. so i the last yeah. thing i kind of want to ask you is more so about how the show is filmed um obviously they can't all be at sea while they're filming yeah. this thing so there is the like okay it's it's obviously filmed in a studio or on some green screen or on this and 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 that but it's like did, did first of all let me ask you this because i I have some 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 thoughts. Did it bother you at all? Like, did did the way it was filmed or the the way it looked? Did it like get in the way of the show? Did 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 you feel that? No, well, I thought it looked okay. like. I think okay. I could tell you're not really at sea, but like, I'm not gonna make you go out at sea. Like, I think having sort of a sound stagey look to the show really fits what it's doing and fits its sort of. Uh, the brighter aesthetic. Yeah, I and I there's a couple parts of the show that are, yeah, and there's a couple shots in the show that are really gorgeous. I think in like the the second to last episode, in the last couple episodes, there's an episode that starts with like the cameras like inside the ship, and then it goes like out a window and sort of pans across the deck where like everybody's sleeping, mm-hmm. and we see d- buttons like moon bathing with this bird. Well, moon bathing. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, like there, there is some sound stagey looking stuff, but I, I, I don't want that to scare people off because I, I feel like the aesthetic of the show and the way it's filmed is really actually neat looking. Like it, it has a cool look, and it almost at times looks more like a d- diorama. In that yeah. sense, and I, I yes. kind of really like that. Um, like it's they're 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 not fully trying to go for a realistic look. That oh, they're out at mm, sea, and we mm-hmm. want you to not be able to tell 
uh, like you'll you'll think they're out in the middle of the ocean. Uh, no, it's not that. And so you don't have this like uncanny valley kind of feeling of like, okay, that's green screen, and I can really tell it is. It, it's I I think the like diorama like shoebox back yes. drop feeling adds this kind of nostalgia to it adds this romanticism to it this like mm. uh, this just this this really hands-on heartfelt feeling to the show um that i like i like it a lot i think the show looks really cool um yeah because it's not exactly filmed like a sitcom or, mm. or a, a, like, like a, a workplace comedy but it has some of that look but it has some of the like like we I, we've said like that actual pirate drama like it, ha- it it can lend itself to both of these things really well um yes so yeah i i i thought the show is also a success uh just in in the way that it looks and the way that it was shot so good on it for just being a stellar show. Yes. Oh, it's such a standout. I can't wait for season two. Yeah. Ho- ho- hopefully it comes sooner than later, but I'm sure uh, Thor Love and Thunder has uh, been occupying Taika Waititi's t- time and all that stuff. Yeah. Everybody's Anyways. busy. Yeah. Busy, I bet. Busy indeed. Um, I think that's kind of all I have to say about mm-hmm. Our Flag Means Death. It's a fantastic show. Go check it out. Um, so I think that means it is time for bingo. Un- un- unless, yes. Melissa, you have some final thoughts that you want to no, throw just in there. Everything I've already said, like emotionally so compelling. So mm-hmm. sweet and also at the so- same time, like so heart wrenching when there was a hiccup in any of these characters journeys. Yeah, it really does a number on you. I'm so into it now. I'm so happy this happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, that being said, let us switch over to our bingo card. Say it with me. B-I-N-G-O. Well done. Just like a pro. You know what we need to do instead of just being silent at that? Like, we need to say it along what? with that. B. Oh, I yes. N-G-O. Yes. G-O. We all know how to do that. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's look at our bingo sheets here. We have them pulled up on screen. If you're watching the YouTube version, watching the video ver- 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 version, um, the one I think I can get is diary entry. Me too. And that I, gives I, me I another think, bingo. I think that's what we can we can do here. Okay, you already have another bingo. Uh, let's see, where is it on your thing? Diary entry. Whoop, don't do that thing. I just need the highlight to- tool. There we go. Okay, yep, that does give you another bingo. Congratulations to Melissa on that one. I can mark it off on mine. It does not give me a bingo. But I'm still one step closer uh, to a couple more. No time for 
breakfast, nothing of that. Meeting yourself thanks to time travel, no. Do we have a mysterious scar? That's what I'm wondering. I feel like there there must have been one, but there's so much stuff going on. I don't know if I remember it specifically. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't think we had specifically a mysterious scar. Like, we didn't get to meet anyone that had their nose cut off by uh, Spanish Jackie, right? That would have <laughs> yeah. been a mysterious scar if that, we hadn't met her yet, that's right? season two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, the, like there were scars and injuries, but none of them were like, I mean, I, I see your eye in this. I guess you could argue for that one widow who had the eye patch. <laughs> A mystery only does. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's exactly what we're going for. Maybe mm-hmm. it is. Maybe it isn't. I think um, it has to be something that the narrative itself makes into a mystery. It has to I be of so. at least as much significance as the eye patch detective from Dark. Yep. Yeah. Him or higher. Yeah. Or uh, in when we did uh, Midnight Diner. And there was that one guy who was just like always there in the back around and he had the scar. And then the one time we do get like like an, like a full actual scene with him, like speaking stuff and not just his like word of wisdom at the end there. Yeah, he, he like, yeah, he does mention something about like how he got this the scar. You're like, oh, we're going to find out how he got the scar. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I don't know. No mysterious scar, unfortunately. Uh, no villain with a pet. But I think that's oh, about it for this one. That's we got to get more parrots in here. That is my one of my requests for season two season is more two. animals. Yeah, we need a good shoulder parrot. Mm-hmm. For the show. Um, I you you absolutely if you hadn't yet. Uh, the I should be able to see that penis. Uh, <laughs> one, is yeah, this recrossed us absolutely in here. We got, yeah, we got some new duplicates. Like, uh, I know there's nudity here, but I can't see it. Uh, yep. uncomfortable dinner party, yeah, uncomfortable dinner party, a winner every year, crashing a fancy party. I think we have that one in there, yeah, yeah, too. So, specifically, yes. Absolutely. Um, okay, I think that is it for bingo. Let me make sure I where's where'd the mouse go? There it is. Uh, let me make sure I save that one, uh, and then I will switch us back to our regular view here. Um, okay, recommendations. Melissa, I will have you start. Uh, if people enjoy this show, what else might they like? I finished the show yesterday. I watched like three episodes in the morning and then I was like, but, but I need more. And so later yesterday, I watched Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World and Muppet Treasure Island. I needed go. that much more ship antics. Yeah. Uh, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World is a uh, it's a period piece. It's a war drama. It's a movie where. Russell Crowe is the the commander of some British ship and they're out sailing in like the the South Pacific seas trying to stop this French ship during like the the mm-hmm. French and, and English war in like 1805. 
And like he, Paul Bettany plays the ship's doctor and they're best friends and they're going to go by the Galapagos Island. And he's like, I want to go there and look at the cool animals. And Russell Crowe is like, don't worry, you've got it. Oh, no, I spotted the friendship. We got to get going. Sorry, you can't look at your cool bird. Uh, It's a movie that is like. uh, Like, it's a war movie. There are dreadful injuries. And like the first 15 minutes, a little boy, a little boy officer gets his arm amputated. Mm -hmm. Several people die. But it's got this sort of like uh, PBS feel to it. I don't know. There's something about the movie that is detached enough from all the gruesome stuff going on that it. I would rank it as a chill time. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, the, and then Muppet. Tr- I, 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 to that one, I just have to say the mm-hmm. British officer in that, like when he showed up on 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 screen in our flag means means death here just immediately in my mind was, oh, they made him look like master and commander. Like they made yeah. him look like <laughs> that, like that movie there. It was like, okay, cool. That it might have been the real that... uniform. I mean, Maybe I mean, him it, and Russell Crowe are just wearing was. the same historical costume. I don't know. It, 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 it's a, yeah, if it's not the exact same, like that was just their uniform. Uh, then they made them look exactly the same there. But I, I meant like, yeah, he looks like Russell Crowe yeah, in yeah. that wig in that you like it. They just made him look like it. it that. So I was like, uh, mm. OK, <laughs> I get what they're going uh, for here. Yeah. And Muppet Treasure Island is self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> I will throw in. I watched it. I hadn't seen it in a while. The songs are still delightful. Uh, the kermit and miss piggy singing love let us here uh only this it only took uh our flag means death to knock that off the top wrong as most romantic pirate moment there you go (laughs) it's delightful check it out can't go wrong with muppets uh i would also recommend i haven't seen this but i've heard very good things about the show black sails which is a pirate drama that aired in like the mid 20 teens starring john malkovich i think there's another podcaster I listen to who has talked repeatedly about how there's an episode in like the end of season three or something that's a flashback to this antagonist character that completely explains everything. Like you get that character's motivation, you get who mm. they are now. He's talked so many times about what a game changing episode that is. So I've thought often I- about pitching Black Sails as an ongoing monthly series just so I can know whatever it is he's talking yeah. about. I got to see whatever that episode of TV is. Maybe there's some more pirates uh, in our future. Right. Yeah. Not not as cute, but, but we can watch more pirates. Indeed. Uh, I would also recommend just for similar, but not as uh, overt and clear romantic vibes. There is good omens. If you want like uh, a soft man with a teacup and like a real tough man flirting with each other, mm-hmm. there's good omens. I would also recommend the Hobbit movies because there's a scene in one of the earlier episodes where like Blackbeard like looks at Steed and kind of softens like, oh, oh, look at you. That is like reminded me instantly so much. (laughs) No, it's reminded me so much of like Thorin Oakenshield looking at Bilbo Baggins when he's like, look, I saved this little acorn. (laughs) I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I saw I I, I read the book book a long time ago i went i i took a girl on a date to see one of the hobbit movies i i could have cared less about the movie 
I wasn't paying attention. I thought it looked weird because it was shot in like 48 frames a second. So I, I was just mm-hmm. not into the Hobbit stuff. <laughs> yeah, th- th- that was me. Yeah, well, that is the reason to get into it, I guess, is uh, <laughs> Thor and Oakenshield looking tenderly at Bilbo Baggins. It's the main point of the three films. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Uh, I would also throw in the Pirates of the Caribbean films, of course, mm-hmm. duh, right? Um, but then I, I, I mean, you can also throw in some other workplace comedies like The Office, like more modern mm. stuff. If you just want something that's uh, like, hey, it's newer there. There's the one I've, I've seen a few of. Uh, Superstore, I think, is the name yeah. of the show. I, that, that one has its moments. But again, just kind of a workplace comedy, right? Toss it on yeah. in the back. around. Don't really need to pay attention. But it's kind of funny. Um, did you know Superstore is set in St. Louis? I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, I. It's not in the marketing. I didn't know that until Sam watched Superstore reported back to me as a fellow St. Louis local. There you go. So, yeah, I, I might pitch that sometime uh, so I can see if there's any St. Louis stuff I can point out to you. Um, but then I, I also wanted to uh, pitch a manga that I have read in the past. We covered it a long, long time ago on. A previous version of this podcast um, called Buddha. This is by Osamu Tezuka, mm. uh, who is oh. often known as the godfather of manga. He's the creator of Astro Boy, all that stuff. And he has this very like cartoony style. Um, and it, 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 if, if you're a fan of like Disney stuff, it like his art style might appeal to, to you. But he has this like eight volume series that I, I have. It's on my, mm-hmm. my bookshelf back 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 here. It's like eight or nine volumes um, that is about the life and times of Buddha. And yeah, it's cartoony. It's a little bit funny. He exaggerates some things here and there, but he gets into this like just gigantic sprawling story that actually starts before he was starts before he was born uh and that whole first Mm -hmm. volume like buddha's not even around he hasn't been born yet um but yeah you follow all sorts of different characters and there's comedy there's action there's drama there's romance it's it's an incredible series that was a huge surprise for me with how much I liked it and how much you just you get involved and attached to these different characters that came into contact with the Buddha or like set him on a certain path or were influenced by by him. Uh, I, I think this show kind of reminds me of that where where Steed is this kind of unlikely character that influences other characters uh or gets influenced by other people in a really surprisingly heartwarming way and it's just neat to see like the life of steve on it kind of transform all of these people so i would recommend that there you go Interesting. Nice. 
There you go. There you go. There you go. Next week on the show, we are coming back to our monthly ongoing series. We have been watching the sci-fi TV drama Fringe. So uh, we talked about season one last month, and the next week we were going to be talking about season two. Indeed. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, there's five seasons total, so we will be continuing our coverage of yes. Fringe for the next couple months, the end of each month here. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. Go catch up if, if you want. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I have my pitches ready for the week after yes. that if, if you want to I, dive into that I stuff. am ready. Yeah. I like to plan ahead of time. Indeed. Uh, so two weeks ago, I gave you the option of doing comics or manga. Uh, and you went mm. with comics, and that's how we read East of West. So this week, I am going with manga. Uh, to okay. do that. It's not exactly the ones that I had planned for last time since we have that like two week span. I thought I could maybe just put in an extra volume or two and manga does okay. read a little bit faster um, to here. So uh, manga, we have three different mangas to pick from. Pitch number one is called Fire Force. And it says mm. the city of Tokyo is plagued by a deadly phenomenon, spontaneous human combustion. Luckily, a special team is there to quench the inferno, the fire force. The fire soldiers at, at special fire cathedral number eight are about to get a, are about to get a unique addition. Enter Shinra. A boy who possesses the power to run at the speed of a rocket, leaving behind the <laughs> famous devil's foot, footprints and destroying his shoes in the process. Can Shinra and, oh. and his colleagues discover the source of this strange epidemic before the city burns to ashes? Cool leagues, cool leagues, because they need to put the fires even Mister Freeze has not dared to say cool that leagues. word, right? <laughs> uh, so I, I thought the first five volumes of that would okay. be a good chunk uh, to 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 check out um, for that. That's pitch number one. Pitch number two. I'm I'm gonna save the title and and go straight into. Uh, the the description. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Mikami's middle age hasn't gone as he planned. He never found a girlfriend. He got stuck in a dead-end job. And when he was abruptly stabbed to death in the street at 30... Ah! And he was abruptly stabbed to death in the street at 37... So when he wakes up in a new world straight out of a fantasy RPG, he's disappointed, but not exactly surprised to find that he's not a knight or a wizard, but a blind slime demon. But there are chances for even a slime to become a hero. Uh, So, Melissa, I thought we could read uh, the first 
uh, four, no, the, the first five v- volumes of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. <laughs> Which is a fantastic name. I've heard that name. I've heard that I, I've heard of the anime. I didn't know it was a manga. I will say, uh, did not know it was a middle-aged character. That is a <laughs> right. perk for me. Yeah. I this is one that I've seen on Comixology a bunch, and I always mention as like, oh, you know manga and their ridiculous names. Like right. that time <laughs> I got reincarnated as a slime. It's 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 both a terrible name and uh like it's so bad it's good. Like I uh, Right. It, it leaves so much mystery. Not only did you get reincarnated as a slime, what do you mean that time I got reincarnated as a slime? What are other times in your yeah. life? Did you get reincarnated as other things at one point? <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he's, uh, yeah, he believes in reincarnation and being right. a, been a human lot of things. in the normal world was just one of those times. Who knows? But yeah, I, when, when I read this, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was like a 37 year old dude. I would have just yeah. figured this was like a high schooler uh, that was into yes. was into. Right. Right. Yeah. It was into. <laughs> I, I presume all anime and manga are about high schoolers. <laughs> uh, pitch number three is called Noragami Stray God. And the uh, thing says divine intervention for sale. Yato is a homeless god. He doesn't even have a shrine, not to mention worshippers. So to achieve his ambitions, he's set up a service to help those in need for a small fee, hoping he'll eventually mm. raise enough money to build himself the lavish temple of his dreams. Of course, he can't afford to be picky, so Yato accepts all kinds of j- 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 jobs. From finding lost kittens to helping a student overcome bullies at school. Um, and this is, I would like to read the first four volumes of this one. I uh, heard that the fourth volume is the a- a- end of like the first arc. And okay. then volume five would have ended on a cliffhanger or so. I was like, well, okay, let's move that. Good back to once. know. Um, so that would only be four volumes there uh but i've seen this anime on netflix i haven't actually watched it but i know it exists and it's there and i've like i've seen it around um Mm -hmm. and have been kind of interested to see what this one is here um but yeah i i i i thought pitch number one fire force would be interesting because i i I, in my mind, get it mixed up with Promare, which we covered here on yes. the review show. Back it's, in the day. it's a lot like Promare, except without the like nothing X-Men to do, angle. Right. Yeah. I know it has like almost nothing to do with one and the other. They're completely separate. But for some reason in my mind, I always get Promare and this mixed up. Uh, so mm. uh, let's let's unravel it. We could do Fire Force. That's pitch number one. That time I got reincarnated as a slime is pitch number two. That's one that I've always seen around on Comixology Unlimited. Just a ridiculous n- name. Or pitch number three, Noragami Stray God that I'm, I'm vaguely interested in because I've seen it around on Netflix. 
mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, Melissa, what uh, would you like to dive into? We're going to go for the middle-aged slime. Like, you really did say the magic words. I've talked in the past about how I, I, I've kind of reached a, like, saturation point for anime and manga about high schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. And to find one, especially one that I have heard of that seems rather big, that is about a 36 year old man who works in an office. Like that's that's my groove. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, in two weeks, then uh, we will read the first five volumes of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. These are available on Comixology Unlimited or if you have a Kindle membership. I, I don't know what they call the Kindle version thing there it is available to read on that as well um you guys can check it out there uh but yeah next week fringe season two is what we will be up to and then the week after that some manga that time i got reincarnated Mm -hmm. as a slime hopefully our questions about how many times he's been reincarnated will get answered yeah so anyways uh that wraps us up for this week this was a good one. Our flag means death was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. I'm glad we got to watch that one. Uh, so, Melissa, yes. where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, and yeah, I guess we will see you next week for season two of Fringe. So until then, bye. Bye.